I ate a lot of pudding today. <laughs> Did you have to work? Yeah, it was after work. Wow. <laughs> well, like, I came home, and then I, like, ate some supper. Well, I worked out, uh-huh. and then I ate some supper. And then, like, it was kind of spicy supper, and after spicy, I kind of want chocolate, and I had made chocolate pudding from a box, and then I ate most mm-hmm. of it, which probably wasn't very smart. Mm-mm. But I did it. Uh, for New Year's Eve, uh, my friends hosted a party, and they had a cook-off, and my team mm-hmm. made pudding from scratch. Like fancy pudding? Or, like, just, just like plain pudding. vanilla pudding. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go. Now showing the All My Movies podcast. Please silence your cell phones and enjoy the show. Welcome to the All My Movies podcast. We're excited to be here. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited because I'm Erin. I'm Mary. And we're, we're bringing the heat. the heat. We're bringing the heat or we are the heat? There's got to, you know, are we the heat or do we bring the heat? Was this ever discussed in the, sh- in the movie? I feel like it was. I think they're the heat. You're right. I don't think they, they are the, yeah, bring the heat. the heat. I think they are the heat. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That could be wrong. I think it could go, I think it could go both ways. Yeah. But I think in this context, they, vis-a-vis we, mm-hmm. are the heat. Right. So today's movie was The Heat. <laughs> if you had not already guessed. <laughs> which, is, uh, which is like a buddy cop movie. Mm-hmm. This was directed by um, Paul Feig, yep. who um, has done a few other movies. Um, so this came out in 2013, and then he did um, Bridesmaids. Um, yes, he did. In, in 2011. Okay, I know he also directed some episodes of The Office. Um, and then Paul Feig also did uh, Spy. Oh. And he's also doing um, reboot Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. Lady Ghostbusters, which is, I'm um, excited about, which will be good. Melissa McCarthy's also in that. Yep. So that'll be a good time. He's kind of on a Melissa McCarthy role right there. Uh, yeah. I mean, how could you not be? Yeah. She's so funny. On SNL, I, I, I do enjoy watching her. Yeah, I do too. She's good. One of my favorites is the um, me and my friend Nancy. We do the the pizza eater <laughs> yes. one. It's so funny. <laughs> Anyways, not about Melissa McCarthy. We're here to talk about Sandra. That's right. But I feel like we'll also be talking about Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> I know they're they're co-stars because they're an one. unlikely team. Right? Good cop. Oh no! One of the tra- one of the posters said, "Good cop, mad cop." <laughs> Clever. Because um, it's, it's very mm-hmm. true. Um, so if you haven't uh, seen this movie, mm-hmm. um, we're going to play the trailer for you. A uh, little audio here. Just so you can get a, a, just a taste of what this movie is all about. Sir, I don't understand. I've closed more cases than any agent here. You are a solid agent, but you're not a team player. None of the other agents like you. Wait for my I got a situation in Boston. I'm sending you up. FBI, we recently got intel that you brought in a dealer, Terrell Rojas. Hey, look who's here! Detective Mullins isn't back from lunch yet. I'm sure you won't mind. Well, he's a she. Going down! <laughs> She's crazy! So there you go. So you can see it's kind of a... Uh, <laughs> it's an adult movie. It's, this is our first rated R movie. Yes. We haven't reviewed one of those yet. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like Sandy's not into many R-rated no, movies. No, I know Crash's no. R. 
Um, and this was definitely R for the violence. Yep, and the language. And, uh, and lots of swearing. So much. Um, but I do appreciate that um, so Melissa McCarthy swears the entire time. Mm-hmm. Foul, foul mouth. So um, Words that we shall not repeat no, here not on this show. We are, we are not. No, no. I think it's we're just very clean. We're not an explicit it's podcast. It, we're not explicit. Um, opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like throughout the whole movie, like Sandra's just like, very professional and refuses to swear. Like she always just says like poopy and mm-hmm. like just stuff or like just, that. just like says the first letter. And, yeah, it's so it's just, it's just, she does that really funny. That you mm-hmm. have to admit that was kind of funny. And then until the end when she goes, let's let all go. Yep. But um, uh, Mary, do you want to give us a Twitter summary for this delightful flick? Sandy is a stuck-up loner FBI agent. Melissa is a grungy cop. They hate each other. You guessed it. Now they have to work together. Oh. Yep. Here we are again. Sandy. Lonely. Yep. lonely. Like foster kid lonely. To- complete orphan. Yeah. No friends. Yeah. Her teacher signed her so yearbook. So sad. Not even a cat. Not even a cat. That is really hers. So are we four for four for Sandy being lonely, right? Yep. Four episodes, four lonely, lonely Sandys. Mm-hmm. We should do, like, a lonely Sandy counter, counter like, when yeah. we post these. Like, is Sandy lonely? <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally. Which is pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, so just uh, thoughts about the movie. Um, like, obviously, this is one of the newer ones that she's mm-hmm. been in. Um, so it's a little bit different. And, um, like, I didn't hate it. Uh, I thought it was funny. I laughed. I did laugh. Um, I don't know if, again, like, the plot and the, if it was all that great and well thought out, but mm-hmm. what to say about it. I think you have to know going into it what you're watching. Totally. And knowing this probably isn't going to make you think a whole lot. You clearly know that this is just going to be a slapstick, mm-hmm. goof around, buddy thing. And that's what they all are. Like, even if, I mean look at any of, like, Will Ferrell movies. Like, you know yeah. what you're getting. Like, it's going to be him and whoever, Mark yep. Wahlberg, and they're just going to be doing stupid mm-hmm. stuff. And it's all about gags. And so, and um, some one-liners, which there was, and they were funny. Yeah. And uh, some of the names that Melissa McCarthy calls people, she calls Sandra Bullock's boss, who's, like, Latino. Yes. She calls him Puss I love Boots, that part. Which was hilarious. And that I liked was it when good. she called so, Sandra Rosetta Stone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I wrote that down, too. So she did have some good, like, comebacks and yeah. one-liners and stuff. and. Some of the parts were funny, but what are your thoughts? Um, I guess initial reaction is, like, this is not a movie to watch by yourself. <laughs> um, I first watched it, it was, like, probably two years ago. So after it came out on DVD, I watched it with some, like, I went back to Sioux Falls and watched it with some friends, some college Did friends. you watch it with me? No, I watched it with Ashley, Naomi, and Shay. <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right, because it was after your birthday. Yeah. After I was I was there yeah. for that. Part. Yes, after birthday supper at okay. Johnny Carino's, uh-huh. and then watched the heat with right my Those GI girls. friends. And GI um. for those listening, is Grand <gasps> Island Dormitory is not. I'm gastrointestinal. not of any kind or gastrointestinal. Right. What did you think it was? Well, like G.I. Jane, G.I. Joe. I don't know what G.I. Oh, stands for. Oh, I just think G.I. Things. like your G.I. tract. <laughs> you work in a hospital. <laughs> That's true, so that's good that I know that. Yeah, so, yeah, initial reaction, um, better watch it in a group. I think I only laughed once, and it mm-hmm. was, like, way towards the end. Yeah. It, yeah. And I guess, like, for me, like, I, the language doesn't super bother me that much. I don't know. It does bother like, me, but. There's certain times in certain places where, like, swearing is super funny. I will say that. 
and not being a, a real proficient swearer myself. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, it was just kind of funny. I will say, like, so whenever my parents go to a movie, I don't know if I want to say this, but my dad is just a cowboy rancher, mm-hmm. which is a great thing to be. He swears like the Dickens. I don't think he does so as much anymore as he used to. And it's my mom. She swears. Whatevs. She's a tough lady. Yeah. And then whenever they go to the movies, and then they come back, and it's like, well, what'd you think of it? And they're like, it was good. Too much cursing. Why everyone has to curse? And I'm like, you guys curse time. <laughs> but that's that's always like one of their critiques. I think I would probably like the um, t like the cable TV version of this, where they have to take yeah. a lot of it out. <laughs> like I might like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, a lot of times Melissa swears for no good reason. Yeah. But like just it's because just that's because her personality. It's her language. Yeah. It's her tough streets wise. Her street cred thing, you know. So this came out June twenty eighth, two thousand thirteen, and uh, it it debuted with another new movie, which was White House Down. <laughs> Ooh. Um, and so it beat that, but it wasn't uh, the top of the box office because Monsters University was out right then. Interesting. And so that mm-hmm, so that wasn't a new movie, but that one the that one the weekend. Um, but so this movie again, so this budget was forty three million dollars. Which, again, oh, I'm pretty sure was the same budget as 28 Days, right? I'll have to go back and relook at that. That sounds Didn't, similar, yeah. So I just think that is really weird. That if that 28 Days cost $43 million, maybe it was $43,000 and I read it wrong. <laughs> but, um, I just feel like that is bizarre. Um, so the first weekend it is out, it made over $39 million. And then uh, 159 mil domestic gross. So wow. good for you, Sandy. Because mm-hmm. I think, I mean, they're Melissa McCarthy, like, she, she's a big name now. Like, she's going to draw people in. What was her, like, um, big moment? Because, you know, she did Gilmore Girls to, what, 2007, 2008? Yeah, but I don't think that really didn't really no. propel her anywhere. Like, I know she was, like, an identity thief with, like, Jason Bateman. But that was even after she was a name. Do you think it was, like, Bridesmaids? I'm, oh, okay, that could be. IMDb her up because that might have been the beginning of things for her. Because even then, like she didn't have a super. Or was it just Mike and Molly starting? No, I feel like she was already big before Mike and Molly. I like that her clothing line is all about. There's pockets everywhere. <laughs> like that's <laughs> what her clothing line is all about, and I love that. That's funny. Like yes. Um. So she was in, yeah, it looks like Gilmore Girls, really. Mm-hmm. And then her really big movie was, well, she was in Life as We Know It, but that one. And then Bridesmaids. Bridesmaid was in 2011. And then she was in Identity Thief. And then The Heat. And then Tammy. And um, yeah. St. Vincent, which was funny. Did you see St. Vincent with Bill No, Murray? I haven't. I wanted to, but I didn't. It was good. It was good. Maybe Mike and Molly launched her into... Fame? I don't know. I don't know. I feel it's like... It's hard to see that I'm, as a thing. I disagree. I think it was Bridesmaids. I think that's what... Which happens Mike Molly, first, Bridesmaids think, or Mike and Molly? Well, she, Mike and Molly was 2010, and then Bridesmaids was 2011. But I just feel like TV, okay. like, you don't get that movie crossover, I just feel like. Even if you do good on TV, mm-hmm. like, I don't, some, I don't... I feel like you don't... Who, who cares in Hollywood? Maybe she just knows the right people. Yeah. Paul Feig. Yeah. Kristen Wiig. Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. That's how you get things done. Okay. That was a lovely recap of the box office. Were there any other movies? 
Oh, you said White House Down? No, those were like those were the only two that that for me came out that weekend. Surprisingly. You said it was April? June. Sorry. You don't listen I to anything like... I say. <laughs> so in the Sandra career, well, all I know is it's like after she's won the Oscar. Because she wins the Oscar in what, 2010? No, she wins, well, maybe that was the year. But The Blind Side came out in 2009, and that's what she wins her Oscar for. And then she did The Heat. And then she waited a bit. And then in 2011, she did Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. And then she mm. did The Heat. And that same year, she did Gravity. And then hadn't done anything else until this year when she did Minions and um, Our Brand is Crisis. So Sandy, you know, I think for a while there did a lot of, like, things back to back to back to back. And then uh, she just kind of started taking her time in mid to late yeah. 2000s and just kind of picked well, what she wanted. I think that's when, um, when she adopted Louis. I think she kind of just was choosier about what she was doing and if, her, if Louis could be with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is smart. She's a good mom. Yeah. Good for you. Good, Good for you, Sandy. Good for you. Good for Let's you. just be the Callahan family again in this episode. <laughs> okay. Good for you. These mashed potatoes are so creamy. So creamy. Mary mashed them. <laughs> okay. Okay, so let's do the plot. Uh, again, like, the plot of this movie. Are you chewing gum? No, I mean those bunch of crunch. I'll stop. People cannot stand people eating food while they're listening to them it's a disease i'm gonna eat these three and then i'll close the box addicted i am so the plot of this movie good cop mad cop it is just kind of uh not too much to the plot basically it's ladies kicking butt as cops Mm -hmm. taking down some drug dealers starts with sandra being a little too good at her job and, like, just so showing good. off in front of all of her other FBI agents. Um, we find out that she is up for a promotion. Her uh, boss is moving up the ranks. And so she's like, all right, here I go. They're in the D.C. office. Nope, New York. And, I mean, they're in the New York office. And he got promoted to D.C. That's what it was. The boss gets promoted to D.C. Oh, okay. Isn't that right? Okay, we can go back. I obviously didn't office. care enough about the boss to pay attention. <laughs> you didn't care about Puss in Boots? No, I just noticed at the beginning it's like New York-y stuff. When it's yeah, that is true. You're right. So she's trying to get in good, and she goes in there, you know, after her big drug bust, and and the boss pretty much just lays it out for her, like, yeah, people don't like you. <laughs> like, you can't get this job without, like, having, like, actual people skills. Yep. And so he uh, lays down a case file, and it was like, we've got some bad stuff going down in Boston. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send you down there to go check it out. And so, you know, if you do this, you'll you'll have a better chance of getting the promotion. Yep. And then we meet Melissa McCarthy. Yes, Shannon. Shannon, Shannon, Shannon Mullins. She is the mad cop in Boston. She's kind of, like, just super grungy, like, you know, going for a utility in her clothes with her vests. and She looks real dirty and yeah, smelly. Yeah, real dirty, smelly. And... Um, you see her, it opens on Mullins kind of doing a stakeout of this, like, prostitution ring. And she is, so she goes up to the car and just starts, like, insulting this man. Poor Tony oh, Hale. Poor Buster Tony from Hale. Arrested Development. Which, it was, yeah, that was funny, yeah. too. Um, so basically, this man is super scarred for life. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. and pulls out his phone and calls his yeah. wife on him and... 
So you kind of see her style is get up in their business. And then she also, as she's taking Tony Hale in, she drives by, like, a known pimp drug dealer. Rojos. Rojos. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so he's talking to her, and she's like, what's that you're smoking? And then he's like, oh, shoot, (laughs) hold this for me. And then he takes off, and so then high-speed chase. Uh, ends with yeah. Mullins throwing a watermelon at him to throw him down. So, so yeah. So, she brings the Rojas in. Yep. And uh, to question him uh, about the drugs. Yep. And, hey, Ashburn comes to town that day. Sarah Ashburn. What? Coincidence. A.K.A. Yeah. Sandy. Heretofore since been known as mm-hmm. Sandy. So, Sandy, ooh, she takes Mullins' parking spot. And this makes Mullins super mad. And then Sandy... Um, takes over the interrogation of Rojas. Because, you know, Mullins had to go get mm-hmm. lunch. Um, yeah. Again, super mad. So they have a cat fight, and then the captain comes in and, like, sets them down. And Yeah. Who the captain is um, Biff from Back to the Future, which I just think is funny. Mm. I, haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't really seen those movies. So. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> are you really? Yeah. I'm basically like Why the homeschool equivalent of this podcast team because I had a sheltered childhood. Back to the Future, there's nothing wrong people. with that. Sure, the mom tries to make out with her son, but she doesn't know yeah. it. But yeah, like not having cable really hinders you. I've seen Grease, like it's fine. I feel like that's not equivalent. Whatever. <laughs> it was on VH1. It felt terrible when I did like it was getting away with something oh well you were oh my gosh okay whatever we'll put a pin in that for now so yep that was biff from back to the future so uh yeah so melissa's not happy does a lot of yelling does a lot of screaming Mm -hmm. but it's her perp and she gets to interrogate him and because it's uh uh, you know, it's her yeah. city, and she doesn't like it when bad things happen yeah, in he, her city that those she doesn't are her know streets, about. You know? So while they're yelling at each other in Biff's office, mm-hmm. uh, Melissa makes off with Sandy's keys. Yes. Uh, and so Sandy has to go to a bar to go get them and meets mm-hmm. her there. Melissa kind of makes a play of like, um, listen, I just want to be in the know. Like, this is my streets. These are my, this is my town. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like it when bad stuff happens. Like, I'm just, this is, that's just the way it is. And kind of like tries to make amends, air quotes. But um, clear, she tricks Sandy into, and she gets the file from yep. her of the case of this drug dealer that Sanders, Sanders has come here to investigate. Mm-hmm. So Sandy and Melissa end up at this uh, supplier's apartment. Tatiana, who I think they learned from Rojas. And so they go there, and uh, again, it's just ridiculous. Like, it's a woman with this Bosnian no, accent. Bulgarian. Um, Caitlin Olsen, who's in Boss. That's right, Bulgarian. Caitlin Olsen, who's in um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yep. I don't know if you watched that, but um, she's funny. And so she's got this crazy accent, and it's lots of swearing. And, um, you know, Sandra wants to go in and, like, be professional and, like, win her confidence and all this. And, Melissa McCarthy's just like, no, we just go in yeah. there, and we just start yelling and push her like, around. Like, I think at the beginning, she's like, no, I'm making butter. <laughs> and then Sandy was just going to take it and try oh, again yeah. later. And Melissa McCarthy yeah. just, like, busts in through the door. Like, no, we're talking now. Yeah. And so while they're in there, they find, like, a cigarette to, that wasn't covered in lipstick, so they knew it wasn't this woman's. And so they take it and um, get DNA run on it, which is a... Uh, uh, Oh, well, first, when they're leaving the apartment, 
the uh, Melissa McCarthy stops in her own apartment. Like, she lives in the same yeah. apartment building as the drug supplier. <laughs> um, and so we get a look at her apartment, which is not very nice. <laughs> no, but it is their first bonding moment because they bond over her fridge gun case. Over her fridge of guns. That is correct, yeah. Um, there's a great line that they say where, oh, Sandra says something like, oh, your, your windows are all boarded up. And Melissa McCarthy goes, well, I got the glass. I just don't have, like, the window blankets. And she's like, yeah. you mean curtains? Yeah, curtains, whatever. <laughs> she's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that was funny. Um, yeah, so she's got a lot of guns. And they go back to the precinct, or to the FBI Bureau in Boston. And Marlon Waynes is there. And he's he, he's funny. I liked him. He didn't have a big part. But he kind of, yeah. like, semi, like, hints that he likes Sandra and, um, but is very much just bossed around by her. And mm-hmm. um, and so they find out that it's, like, this other guy's cigarette that had been there, and so they're going to go track him down. So and, they go to the uh, club. they go, of course, to the club, which was just ridiculous. And so this was another one of those um, uh, just, like, funny gag scenes where they have to obviously look the part to be in the club. Yeah. So they go in the bathroom. <laughs> so Melissa McCarthy just yeah. takes out her pocket knife, and fixes up Sandy's outfit by cutting the sleeves yeah. off her shirt, and mm-hmm. like they make it into a tank top, and then they cut her pants into like short shorts. Yeah, <clears throat> and then when she cuts them off, she's wearing spanks, and then yes. that's I'm, that's one of the parts from the trailer and stuff where it's just like, what are those? Like it just it spanks just holds everything together, and yeah. so Elizabeth McCarthy's like medically like oh, what do you think is gonna pop What's out of there? So she loses the spanks and goes out there, and um, it's it's just it's funny, like because they're just um, Sandra's trying to dance close to this guy so they can bug his cell phone, and then Melissa McCarthy's just like pushing people out of the way, yes. like grabbing girls and like no no no, mm-hmm. and uh, so Sandra can get close. Um, so that was funny. Um, so they succeed. They're like, oh, it's our first. Like we did it, and uh, another little bonding moment. And they get in the car, and then they're being followed. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and uh, so they whip out, and it's it's DEA agents who have been following these drug dealers that they were, you know, like trying for to years, get. Years, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And so they're like, "You're messing up our investigation. Like, you can't just come in there. Like, they have no idea that we're there, and you're blowing our cover, basically." Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the DEA agents is Taryn Killen from SNL, who's really funny. And then the other one is this albino guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so, which they're immediately like, oh, you're a villain. <laughs> like, they just stare at him and uh-huh. make fun of the poor man, who is not very nice <laughs> either. No. So while they're kind of, like, yelling back and forth at each other, Melissa McCarthy looks up and she sees, like, obviously the DEA agents has the whole place videoed and bugged. Mm-hmm. And up on the screen, she sees her newly released jailbird brother is in the club talking to the guy that they just bugged his phone. Yep. So obviously she knows that something is not quite right. She's not too happy with her bro. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Sandra Sandra confronts her about it, and uh, she's like, I know that that's your brother. Like, I read your file. Like, it's okay, but, you know, we need to do something about it. And uh, and then Melissa tells her that I was the one. I put him there. I put him in jail. And he's like, he was on the streets. He was doing drugs. That's the, you know, that's the best way I could think of to get him off the streets was Mm -hmm. to, to arrest him. Um, so that was an interesting little twist. Yeah. And, uh, 
And then we see she's, so Sandra, it's the next day, and Sandra's in her makeshift apartment, kind of. Mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy breaks into her apartment and uh, and goes through her sad little four boxes yes. of things. And we just, again, realize the extent of her loneliness. Because mm-hmm, she's only got, like, what, two and signatures she, um, in her yearbook, and they're both from teachers. And one's yeah. like, have a good summer. Yeah. And the other one is, it'll get better. Yeah. <laughs> so that was funny. Uh, and so Melissa kind of kidnaps her, and they go to her family's house to go talk to her brother. Mm-hmm. And here we are now. We have been in Boston, and yet, you know, we haven't really gotten a lot of, like, Bostonian Irish stereotypes yeah. until we meet the family. And then you just get all um, of them. <laughs> it was Jane Curtin. Yeah, Jane Curtin's the mom, and then uh, Joey McIntyre is one of the brothers. And it's just uh, really thick accents. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they are they're very they don't like Melissa obviously because they put the brother yeah. in jail she put the brother in jail so it's very hostile, mm-hmm. and so she just kind of goes to have a chat with the brother and uh, poor Sandra just has to sit there at the dining room table, and then uh, so the bro uh, we find out that brother Jason has been using some drugs, yep. and uh, and kind of they want him they want the the bad guys want him to work for them and uh, she tells. Oh, he tells her that Saul, Sal, or whatever, some other drug guy is dead. And that, like, his body's in the back of his caddy underneath the, the bridge or something like that. And uh, so her and Sandy go and get the body. And, oh, they fi- then they find his shoes. There's something on the bottom of his shoes. So this leads them to this um, old paint factory. And they see uh, these two guys standing there with another guy being interrogated. One of the guys shoots the... Shoots the other guy, and so they're like, oh boy, okay, two against two, I like this odds, like, we'll go for it. Mm-hmm. And so they start going, and then the guy from the club, that, for whose phone they bug, shows up, and um, kind of corners them. And uh, But then Melissa, she does some crazy moves, and does a little headbutting, and, um, and they escape. And then they take in um, Julian, who's kind of like the second in command, I guess, mm-hmm. b- uh, beneath Larkin. And so they take him in, and uh, the DAA, DEA agents aren't happy about it, obviously, because this is, like, blowing their cover. They're like, Larkin would never know that we were on to him, but now you have Julian. Like, everyone's going to be mad. Like, you messed up. And Sandra's boss is down here. Yeah. Sandy, I was like, please just let me stay on for a little bit longer. Like, I, we can do it. Like, we're almost there. And the boss is basically just like, nothing is ever easy with you. They're basically told to go home for the day or something. I don't know. They just end up going to a bar. I forget what the circumstance is. So I think that Sandy's just upset, and Melissa's like, hey, what what good is being a cop? You can't go have a drink at the end of the day. Okay. Like, I think the boss just kind of, like, yelled at her. So obviously she's upset, and so they go to the bar, and crazy bonding, shenanigans, dancing, yeah, getting sticking drunk. peanuts up your nose, and then helping your friend yeah. get it out. <laughs> it was just so, anyways, it's just a funny little montage where they bond, and we find out that Sandra was a foster kid, and, um... And, like, doesn't have any female friends. Mm-hmm. And, and Melissa McCarthy kind of says the same thing. She's like, yeah, I've grown up. I just hung out with my brothers. And they all turned out to be awful people, you yeah. know, which is kind of a bummer. So they, they, they bond. Um, so then in the, in, the, in the morning, they wake up in the mm-hmm. bar. <laughs> and uh, Sandy's like, oh, where are my keys? Like, we got to go. And Melissa's like, oh, well, Wayne, you gave him to Wayne last night. And Wayne is an older gentleman <laughs> um, walking to the car. And then her car was rigged to blow up. Car explodes, and then Wayne explodes. <laughs> ah, Wayne! Wayne! 
<laughs> he was kind of funny. I don't know. Did we really uh, see them together, like, dancing the night no. before? Because there were a bunch of, like, smash cuts, this montage of the dancing. I think at one point, like, they're mm. each dancing with a guy, slow dancing, and then you look, next time they're dancing together. Yeah. So, I don't really know. Whatever. I know. Anyways. But, hey, they had grooves in the heart in there, and that's a they fun song. So, solid. Do you ever wonder sometimes about, like, how they picked those random songs? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that could have been any song. Mm-hmm. Um... But I'm just I'm curious as how they picked that one. Was it right? So they're like, oh, this would fit, because not like it's like a current song or yeah. I, I don't know. I know later because Target used it in some cool commercials. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's that what I've got true. about grooves in the heart. Um, I just think it's funny. Well, because throughout the movie there is a lot of music yeah. used, and a lot of it is like tough, like bad girl, yeah. like rapping. This is where is it Mia you know, the, or is it someone else? Mia. Well, I don't know. I think she's in the. She at some point. Oh, she's in the trailer. The trailer's MIA Bad Girls, which is my jam. Oh, it's like, your jam. It is my fave song. Mm-hmm. I know all the words. All I want to do is. Nope, that's no, Planes. No, that's Paper Planes. That was, that was our song that we did on our radio <laughs> show. How does Bad Girls go? Bad Girls is live. I'm not going to sing. Don't. Oh, I'm never going to sing. Like, live fast, die young. Live fast, young, die bad young. Girls bad Girls. Do it well. Yeah, my chain hits my chest when I'm banging on the dashboard. My chain hits my chest when I'm jamming on the stereo. Think you can hang or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Hands up. Yeah, there we go. Hands high. You're not singing though. I'm not singing. I'm just reciting the words. That's how it is. So Wayne explodes. So Wayne dies. So Wayne explodes. And then police on the scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's from um, that song that we memorized, right? Ice, Ice Baby? Uh, it's like, yeah, police on the scene. You know what I mean? Is that from no, that? I, I don't think it is. We were carpooling. Yeah. yeah. Wait, we were driving to Platt, and I was going to drive there so mm-hmm. and then we decided it would be a good idea to memorize the other <laughs> words to Ice, Ice Baby. We got pretty We did pretty, pretty good. Well. We got the first verse in the chorus down, which is all we you just need. Like, yeah, we just listen to, like, little snippets of and it, memorize it, and then go back that, and replay yep. it, and then just keep doing that, <laughs> like, for two hours. Okay, so, what's so his Wayne name? Explodes. Yep, Wayne explodes, and then <laughs> the FBI, Sandy's boss, and then the two DEA agents, Albino and Taryn yeah. Film, show up, uh-huh. and, like, while they're yeah. talking, Sandy, I think she has a Blackberry in this movie, she sees a picture, and it's the, um, the Mullins family. Well, I think they're just like, okay, the family's the next target. We just got to go get them. We got to get them out of the house. Oh, yeah. So they go load them up into a van yeah. with a great day named Kevin Garnett. Yeah. Which was hilarious. Because mm-hmm. at the time, Kevin Garnett, playing for the Celtics, we're in Boston. Right. But now, and, everyone, uh, update on Kevin Garnett. He's back with the Minnesota Timberwolves, as far as I know. Uh, and so they go to a hotel for the family to lay low. And they go to a, Sandy and Melissa go to a restaurant, just kind of talk through the plan, like, what's the next steps? Mm -hmm. And Sandy obviously wants to put the brother Jason, like, back into it. She's like, he needs to. Like, this is the only way we're going to find out what's going down. When this shipment of drugs coming in, who Larkin is, like, he needs to go back out there. And obviously Melissa is very protective of her brother and is like, absolutely not. Like, you don't understand what these people do. They'll kill him. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then, so then the brother Jason, um, calls Melissa and kind of tells her, like, I'm going to go make it right. Like, I'm going to go handle this. I'm meeting up with these guys. And Sandra's mm-hmm. like, oh, give me the phone. Give me the phone. This is what you got to do. Yeah. Like, tell us where they're meeting. And 
So he tells them that their the shipment of drugs is going to be in Boston Harbor tonight at nine, and it's coming in on the USS Tank mm-hmm. or whatever. And Melissa's freaking out. She's like, "You don't understand. Like they're going to kill him. Like he's going to he's going to be dead." And um, so Melissa and Sandy round up the whole posse, yep. all all the, the backups they can find, everywhere, and they go down to the harbor. And they're waiting for the uh, SS tank. And, of course, it's, like, a booze mm-hmm. cruise with a bunch of, like, college kids on there. And they raid the boat. And they find, like, one joint. Yeah. joint and that's it. And uh, this is when they get kicked off the case. They're basically like, you have screwed up royally. We're done with this. Mm-hmm. You're done. Um, and so Sandra kind of is packing up because she's going to go back to her office. Like, she was just down here for this case. Yeah. Uh, and then, but Melissa um, is going to... Uh, go back and and fight and get these mm-hmm. people because um, while the feds were raiding the SS tank, we find out that Jason has been shot and left in the street and now he's in a coma. And so then Sandy's packing up and she she's back at the station and she walks by this meeting that um, the DEA and her boss are hosting. And they're like, we're picking our team. We're going to get Larkin this time. And, like, he shows a picture of Melissa. And, like, we're not having anyone like this on there. And then Sandy sticks up for a friend. But I think it's, like, kind of, like, empowering yes. to her. Like, like I realizing she's her friend kind of thing. Yeah, because she hasn't had friends before. And yeah. she's like, that woman is smarter and better and a better yeah. cop than any of you, including me. Like, she is the best. She cares more about the city and the people in it than yeah. any of you. And so that's when she realized, like, I'm going to get out there, too. So she goes and joins mm-hmm. Melissa. They and, stock up with um, the with her fridge ammo. And uh, and so I think that what they track it down. They know where they know where the big deal or drop is going yeah. by or down. So they show up at the warehouse or whatever, and there's just two guys. And they're like, oh, I like our odds. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. And so they pull their guns, and, and then they're a, like, you're going down. A dozen more and, men uh, show up. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, what? Did you all go on break at the same time? What's the deal with this? This is stupid. Mm-hmm. So they get themselves tied up, and they're in trouble, and um, Julian, who they had caught earlier in the movie and then had to let go, is there, and he was like, oh, I'm going to enjoy this, like, interrogating you guys. Like, it's going to take a long time. And he shows off Mm -hmm. his knife collection. So, uh, and then the guy comes in and says that Larkin's here, and he needs to talk to you. And he's like, oh, okay, well, fine. You know, Sandy, can you hold my knife? And so Sandy was like, well, my arms are tied up. I can't. And so he said, oh, that's okay. And he takes the knife and just stabs it in her leg. Right in her thigh. Right there. And uh, looks real painful. And then he leaves. And then so, um, but he's left them a weapon. So she, like, scoots her chair. And Melissa McCarthy's scooting her chair. And Melissa reaches out and pulls out the knife from Sandra's leg and then cuts her own arms Mm -hmm. apart. Uh, and then they hear someone coming, and then Melissa's like, I gotta, I gotta, I'm sorry, I have to put it back in your leg, or else they'll know. So she has to stab uh, Sandy, takes her a couple drives, get the knife back in her leg, and then while they're waiting there, they think it's gonna be the bad guy, she's like, I'll headbutt him, and then we'll get yep. away. Um, but it's the DEA agents. What? Mm-hmm. Twist. Um, but they're, they're looking like they're, you know, gonna help mm-hmm. them, and they start to go help them, and then... Taryn Killen is, like, untying somebody's legs or whatever. And then somehow it gets brought up that uh, Melissa's brother isn't dead, that he's just in a yeah. coma. And Taryn Killen's like, wait, what? He's not dead? What hospital is mm-hmm. he at? Asking weird questions. Like, why do you yeah. care? Yeah, why do you care? Like, what are you going to do, send him flowers? And uh, and then they're like, oh, my gosh, it's you guys. You guys are the, you're the mole. Like, mm-hmm. you're the bad guys. And then, and so you're thinking it's both of them. Um, but then Taryn Killen shoots the albino. Right in the and forehead. It was, 
right in the forehead. And Taryn Killen was larking all along. Yeah. And um, and so then the the guy before the knife guy <laughs> comes back, and uh, Taryn's like, "Okay, well you finish up these girls. I don't want any loose ends. I'm gonna go take care of Jason." Yeah. Basically. Um, but uh, never ever underestimate Melissa and Sandy. So they um. Yep. They Melissa's do a little... hands were free. Yep. So she fights him and, like, gets the gun and then mm-hmm. ends up, um, uh, Julian has Sandy in, like, a headlock thing and is oh, behind yeah. her. Like, mm-hmm. if you shoot her, if you, like, if you shoot me, you're going to hit her kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then Sandy does this really epic headbutt and <laughs> knocks him <laughs> out. It is quite good. <clears throat> so they're, they're free! Yay! Yep, and so, so they, they jump to the, the hospital. Yeah, and uh, so Melissa takes off running, but Sandy mm-hmm. obviously cannot keep up because no. she's been wounded in the I leg. Think that there's a funny scene where she's like trying to get the automatic sliding doors to open because she like <laughs> army crawls in and then she like, uh, then she tosses her av- I think she tosses her yeah. aviators up in the air to be motion, <laughs> and then she gets in and so Melissa makes it to her brother's room, but then uh, Taryn Killen's there and he hits her on the head yeah. and she falls down and he was hiding um, behind the door. Uh, always look behind the door. Yeah, lurking in the shadows. But then uh, Melissa sees that Sandy's, like, crawling towards her. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she, like, stalls him for a little bit. Sandy slides in. Two shots. Pow, pow. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in the man business. Poor Taryn goes yep. down hard. Oh. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, uh, yay, they save the day. Cut to a couple weeks later. Uh, mm-hmm. Melissa's uh, getting an award at the police place. I don't really know. Uh, good. Yep. She gets an award. At, she has an award. And a pretty good job yeah. yeah. And she's in her uniform. Mm-hmm. And she looks adorable. Yeah. And her whole family's there who have mm-hmm. forgiven her. Jason's yes. awake. And um, Sandra's there. Cele- they still celebrate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we find out that Sandra uh, has moved to Boston. She's going to yes. work for the FBI there in town. And, uh, and so, so she's in, she had these like four little sad little boxes. And so she's kind of unpacking it. And, mm-hmm. um, and then Melissa McCarthy calls her and says, like, oh, did you get my pra- ca- package? I sent you something. And um, she opens it up, and it's this high school yearbook that her, only her teachers had signed. Yeah. And, so um, Sandy's like, you came in and stole my yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, just, I wrote, you know, I signed it. I signed it. Like, look in the front. And on the front it said something like, what a nerd. Or, yeah. You freaking nerd or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then she's like, oh, great. Thanks so much. Yeah. That makes me feel great. And she's like, oh, I'm just kidding. I signed it. I signed it other on the back, too. Go to the back. Go to the back. And mm-hmm. so she flips to the back, and then it's like, hey, foster kid, now you have a sister. Yeah, real touching. And so touching. Mm-hmm. So sweet. And uh, Muslim Carter's like, now don't don't make it weird. Yeah. Don't make, don't make this weird. And then Sandy was like, up. takes a nerd to know a nerd. And she was like, you made it weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hanging up. End of movie. End of movie. But the credits are real fun, so stick around. <laughs> stick around. There's good. We'll leave that little spoiler yeah. for you, so we won't say. But but yeah, there's. I stick little, around for those scene. credits. Yeah, I always, It's my I I love watching all the credits of a movie. Not so much at home, but like when I go to a movie theater, even if it's not a not a Marvel movie, and I know there's no end scene, I'm gonna stay. Yeah, I, I like, like seeing. It. I feel like it's kind of cut short if you don't get to like you f- like a a natural fading of the music and all that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and you just get to you get to appreciate all the people who worked on the yeah, movie. Yeah, you get to look it at fun you, names. Yeah, you get to try to we play a game where you try to find your own name in the credits, not first oh. and last. That would be very hard. Yeah, but just first name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, it's just fun, and then you can like kind of discuss because usually like sometimes you go to the movie, you go in different cars, and then you go to the movie and then you just leave. 
But then you can sit and you can talk yeah. about it and really suss it out. Because mm-hmm. you got like, like five oh, minutes. That part. Yeah, it's good. So, and then you, by the end of it, you got the place to yourself. So, yep. anyways, that's just, that's uh, movie going 101 <laughs> with Aaron Heiner. Just stay, watch them. If nothing else, you can see the high school kids sweeping popcorn. <laughs> yeah. And then you always feel bad because they're just like waiting for you to leave. <laughs> Like, I paid my money to sit here, okay? I'm sitting here and watching this movie. All of it. All of it. All of it. Every bit of it. So, reviews from us. Uh, Not my favorite, I will say, so far of the ones that we've watched. I I think you just kind of have to accept it for what it is. is a goofy slapstick full of gags and one-liners and Mm -hmm. um, um, goofy movie. Um, But it was sweet at some parts, and I liked Sandra. I thought did a great job acting uh, as a lonely person. We know she can do it. She does it so well. She does it so well. Um, Yes, lots of swearing, lots of um, bullets through the head, Mm -hmm. and and blood splatter. Uh, So I think I'm going to give it two and a half grenades. Ticking grenades. Okay. It's like a mid-level movie. Um, yeah, I think so. Because I think you just appreciate <clears throat> it for what it is. Yeah. I'll just tell you up front. I'm giving it one Great Dane. <laughs> uh, and what kind of, like, swayed my thought process this way is, like, it's not, like, I watched it by myself on yeah. um, on a Monday. I don't know if that makes a difference. <laughs> um, don't watch Monday movies? Yeah, don't watch this on Monday. When I watch TV alone, I, or watch movies alone, I don't tend to laugh at things. So, like, there was, right. like, a couple parts I laughed out loud, and it was, like, about a cat. Like, it wasn't anything <laughs> spectacular. Or, like, the cat and the dog was funny. And, like, how Sandy, like, dissed the dogs. Apparently, I'm yeah. all about the animal humor right now. You're all animal humor. Okay. But, like, I don't know. It's not something, like, because, so I had rented it from the library, and it was, yeah. like, sitting on the table. And we had friends over the other day, <laughs> and we're like, oh, what do you want to watch? What do you want to watch? And someone's like, oh, I'll watch The Heat. I haven't seen that in a while. And I'm like, I don't really want to watch it again. Yeah. I know, I was like, let's watch something mm-hmm. else. Like, take a good five years in between watching it, maybe. I think so, yeah. So, with this movie, one thing I didn't like about some of the press they did before it, like, they're like, why is this the first time they've done a buddy cop movie with girls? And I'm like, hello, Sandy, you did Miss Congeniality 2, <laughs> which is a buddy cop movie for girls just before it's time. Right? Yeah. That is true. And, like, that had, like, that one's funnier to me, um, probably because it keeps, like, Miss Rhode Island and William Shatner. And, yeah. um, Ron Swanson's in it. Like, early Ron Swanson. Oh, is funny. a gang, like, a uh, loan shark. Oh, um, funny. Maybe I just appreciate old person nursing home humor, <laughs> like, because that's in there. And there's, I don't know. I liked it. Like, I like Miss Congeniality 2 better than The Heat. Uh, I've been doing a lot of looking at, like, like, the Bechdel test. Have you heard of that? Oh, yes, where it's, like, women talking about things other than men. Yes. So there's three rules to it, if you don't know about it. The first rule is that there are two named female characters. Mm -hmm. The second rule is that, to pass it, the second one is that they have to talk to each other. And the third thing is that they have to talk about each other about something other than a romantic relationship with a man. And you would be so surprised how many movies fail. And, like, it is, like, ridiculously appalling. Um, and so, obviously, this one passes. Yes, so, fine <laughs> I know. Good for them. I feel like that should be a part of yeah. our views of whether things pass. Because it would be interesting just to, yeah. just I feel to mark like that. all of them have so far. Well, maybe not. Maybe not while you were sleeping. Probably not the... Uh, well, I'm trying to think. Okay, the net... Who are the other females? Her mother. 
her mother. She talks to like yeah. the fake her. And she talks to the lawyer, and that counts. Like it's no amount of time. Like you just it just has to okay, happen. Okay, so I think all of them passed. It's harder yeah. in while you were sleeping. I guess if you count like her well, talking to talks- the mom and to Mary. Um, yeah. To Celeste, it's a lot about relationships. It's only about the yeah. So um, it's except yeah. for that part. Like, are you pregnant? <laughs> no, but that's all tied to the relationship. But it's kind of still about romantic yeah. relationships. So. so maybe not. Yeah, if only the hot dog guy had been a girl. <laughs> right? And see, like, when you just start looking at stuff like that, you're just like, why couldn't it have been a girl? Like, why, why, all, why that's a man, that's a man, that's yeah. a man, just in these random characters, mm-hmm. and why can't it be a girl? Um, can we talk about Star Wars again just for a second? Yes, please. <laughs> because none of the original Star Wars passed. Because <laughs> Princess Leia is, like, the only female. Yeah. I mean, there, there's the aunt at the beginning, but she, Aunt Peru, but she dies real quick. Mm. And then um, there's, like, one, like, chancellor lady who talks about the Death Star for five seconds, but no other woman talked to her. Um, mm. So that's, And she's not even named, so it's just, it's just very interesting. Um, but the new Star Wars, it does pass. Have you seen it yet? No, but can I just guess that General Leia talks to Rey? No? Mm. There's more women? Um, well, it's an alien lady, oh. so, I mean, it counts. All right, alien ladies. But no, the two of them don't ever talk. Is that a spoiler? I don't know. That makes me kind of bummed out. They hug, but no words are exchanged. I'm pretty sure. Intriguing. I know that. Okay. So that's what we think. Um, Now we've taken some reviews from uh, Amazon.com, the customer review uh, page. Um, I'm going to read the five-star review this time around. Mm -hmm. This is from uh, Rebecca L., And she posted this on February 20th, 2015. She says, this was really funny. There were some great lines. I watched it with my two nieces, age 17, and we were howling. There is a lot of swearing. The F-bomb is almost constant, but that seems to be pretty common these days. I know it isn't Oscar-worthy, but it did what it was supposed to do. It entertained us, made us laugh a lot, and we got some funny one-liners to say again later. Uh, I would watch it again. My mother-in-law also watched it when it was in the theaters. She said it was awful. Too much swearing. A pretty girl like Sandra shouldn't talk like that. I was going to give it four stars, but due to my mother-in-law's reaction, I gave it another. (laughs) Winky face. Mm. So that's from Rebecca. Okay, so I have the one-star review uh, titled, Put It In Your DVD Player and Run Away by Sharon G. on September 25th of 2015. Horrible, horrible movie. How on earth did they drag Sandra Bullock into this movie? What did they promise her? Had to be something priceless. Putting a lot of blame. I guess it's not on Sandra. It's on, like, Paul no. Feig and, the, like, the movie company. I don't know. It's weird. Well, I think I would maybe... I think <clears throat> it's just... It's like, I feel like Sandra's at a stage in her career where she picks what she wants to do. She oh, wanted for to sure. do this. So. But again, I think it's just like if someone approached you and was like Melissa McCarthy, Paul Feig, buddy, raunchy cop comedy, you'd be like, heck yeah, yeah sign me up. Like that's going to bring in numbers and it totally mm-hmm. did. If you have an idea or if you have a movie that you want us to watch next, please send us an email. We are at allmymoviespodcast at gmail.com. We are also on the Twitter. Uh, so anything else you want to say, Mayor? Anything else? Think of? Go Boston. <laughs> Boston Strong. <laughs> big puppy. He's retiring this year. I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, uh, no, the big wall with the... 
Uh, green monster. Yep. <laughs> That's what it's called. That big old wall. Big wall, guys. That big, big green wall. wall. My I brother's tell you what, So many baseballs flying over that big green wall. <laughs> okay. Boston Strong. So with that, we'll leave you with these final thoughts straight from the movie poster. They're trying to stay alive long enough to kill each other. Pew, 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 pew. These are my guns. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the All My Movies podcast. Remember to review, subscribe, and follow Erin and Mary on Twitter at All My Movies Show. <laughs>